0: Hey gang, this is Demir and Carrie. We're from The Life Hack Method. Um, this is our podcast, Freedom Decoded, where we bring you into the background and sort of peek behind the curtain into our uh, lifestyle where we're really focused on creating complete lifestyle freedom. So uh, today we're gonna be talking about the digital detox and we're actually Um, in a really cool setup here. This is the first time that we've actually brought you into our life and we're bringing you to our favorite cafe. So if you're listening to this, you might just hear a little clinking in the background and music, so apologies for that. So we're not on location today, we're not in our studio. We've actually brought you into the wild here. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you can sort of see we're here at our favorite cafe, so welcome. Kerry, let's jump in and yes. talk about digital detoxes. Yes. First of all, what is a digital detox for those who don't know?
1: Okay, so a digital detox is where you basically do a spring cleaning, but for your brain. Yes. So you take a look at where you're spending your energy right now in terms of news, social media, external websites, uh, you know, digital content like Netflix or movies and shows. Just anywhere where you're spending time online in particular and asking yourself, is that how I want to be spending my time? Um, The actual detox portion could be as intense as you like. You could cut out all those sources for for two weeks to a month, or you could do a more modified version where you cut out just some of those sources um, or, you know, cap yourself at a certain number of hours per day, yada, yada. You get the point. But it's basically an opportunity to do that spring cleaning for your brain.
0: Yeah, I love that term, spring cleaning for your brain, because don't habits like a crew just like grime or you know stuff that you accumulate in your garage like these bad (laughs) habits just sort of pick up and there's no bad habit that is more prevalent than over consuming digital media yeah right
1: yep i feel like every year too your habits change slightly as you develop different maybe responsibilities in your life or as those apps change themselves and they get you know, they get you hooked in different ways. Yeah, right. So even this year, I'm finding myself doing a detox from different sites than I have done even in the past. In the past. Yeah. So, for example, Amazon is now making the list. I didn't use, I didn't used to have an Amazon problem before. I think I have an Amazon problem now.
0: Good job, Amazon. You've really designed your <laughs> website well. Like, we're actually addicted <laughs> to it. Um, you know, I, I think this is, like, worth saying, too. I think people judge themselves for, like, having these digital inclinations addictions if you want to go so far. Mm-hmm. I really don't because I know that the smartest people in the world have been recruited by these companies to make these applications super addictive, super sick, sticky. So if you're finding yourself at the end of the year or if you haven't done a digital detox ever, like at the end of a decade, <laughs> having really accrued some bad habits around overconsuming this stuff, I think a self-judging attitude just really is completely useless in this scenario. I think it's better to to really be gentle with yourself and do something like a digital detox. Right. If you mind, if you don't mind, I'll tell people a little bit about my first digital detox experience. Yeah. I mean, having never had done one ever, I had accrued some really bad habits around my digital life, <laughs> um, and, and and in a. If the classic definition of addiction is that you're over consuming something and it's hurting you and you want to stop, but you can't seem to stop. Then I was addicted to my digital um, life because I, I knew it was hurting me. I could see I really had tried to stop multiple times and felt like I really was yeah. powerless. In some yeah, ways it, it. it
1: wasn't enough to just be like, oh, only one hour of YouTube a day. Like just giving cutting yourself Cutting back these... was not working. Right.
0: It was not working. And so I knew I needed something a little bit more aggressive than cutting back. Now, I'll, I'll say something about my first detox. I did, had like an abortive attempt at a detox or, or a detox that I finished but then didn't work and then a detox that did work. So right. the very yeah. first digital detox that I ever did worked in the sense that I did detox and while I was in it, I felt good. But then I didn't have a plan for what came after. It was just like, oh, I cut it all out and then it all came back in. It right. didn't, it sort of felt pointless. Um, Then I read Cal Newport's book, Digital Minimalism, and I think he has a better framework for thinking about how a digital detox should work. And his framework is more, hey, listen, it's not about cutting everything out. And I think the number one, you know, sort of rookie mistake when thinking about a digital detox is, I could never do that because I need to answer my email for work. And, And Cal's response would be, yeah, you can still use your work email like during a digital detox. Not black and white thing, right. For example, you and I have to use Facebook for the groups that we manage on Facebook. So I think it's, you know, I think people want to make it black and white to give them exel- themselves an excuse to continue to consume the way they are. But Cal would say, "Hey, this is an opportunity for two weeks or one month to cut back and really look at this thing and say, okay, how much do you? What's the minimum that you could use Facebook?" to service your business, but not be...
1: On all the time. Right, so rather than saying, okay, I I can't use it at all, being like, okay, I do have to use it for work. What's the best way to use it for work? What's the minimum that I can do and still fulfill all of my obligations?
0: Exactly, and in so doing, be able to have a reset moment where in the after period, you actually find that you've got a new and better relationship to Facebook. Not that you've cut it out completely, but that you've rebalanced this sort of consumption patterns into one that just suits you better and matches you better. And Cal has a great process that we take our entire tribe through once per year, um, where he actually has a process for stepping back to the 5,000 foot level and say, what is this tool? What's the purpose that it serves in my life? And what's the optimal engagement pattern for For me me. Mm -hmm. to really use this tool and get all of the benefits of this tool? Without getting all of the downsides.
1: Totally. Yeah. And for for anyone who wants to get just like one hour a day back for working out or for connecting with their spouse or their kids, believe me, we're talking about minimum one hour a day. Yeah. Maybe even as much as five hours a day that that people are getting back every single time we do this exercise. I mean,
0: at the minimum, you and I have the benefit of having done time trackers with our clients. Every single one of our clients has done the time tracker. And... The number one shocked, like home alone, slap yourself (laughs) in the face moment is when people add up their digital consumption.
1: Right. Yep.
0: You'll have people who are like, I don't know, maybe I'm on my my phone like, I don't know, like five hours a week. And it's like 20 hours. (laughs) And they'll and they'll be like, oh well that's because I'm doing work on my I'm, phone and then I'm like, now na- Apple I'm na- navigating. Apple using breaks Google Maps. it down and they're like, no, it's all <laughs> Pinterest. It's fifteen hours of Pinterest, right? So so it's if you really want to start paying attention, you can get the data on where your time is going. Right. And it's scary stuff. Oh yeah. And the huge disproportionate amount of it tends to be in Netflix, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, these sort of sticky consumption you know content consumption slash social media experiences and what what that means is that a digital detox almost from like day zero feels like scary in how much time you get back right it it almost is like i've had people have like nervous breakdowns because they're like what do I do
1: with all this time? It's like a withdrawal, you know, you're getting but just for a little bit. But I, I like how you lead our life hack tribe in a process for setting an intention for what you're you're gonna be doing with that extra time so that it doesn't feel like that. You have a plan. You have an intention. You know what it's creating in your life, and yeah. then it becomes a really positive experience.
0: Let's talk about that for a second, because, like, I think even if you like, if you go online and like google how to do a digital detox you'll get like some tips i don't necessarily agree with every single one but it would be better than not doing a digital detox Mm -hmm. but in lifehack tribe which is our membership community we actually take people through what i think is like the best process that we've seen out there to try to smooth off all the rough edges of a digital detox and set the right expectations so that you can have the best chance of having a really good experience with the digital detox so what i mean by that i mean It's not all going to be roses. You're going to experience, especially if you go cold turkey, like some withdrawals. And so one one of the things we want to do is sort of call that out and be like, here's what you can expect in the first week. Here's what you can expect in the second week. Here's what you can expect in the third week. So that even if it's not the best feeling, you expected it. You saw it coming. right? The second thing is calling out some of the great things that you'll get back right Right away you'll be getting time back right away you'll be getting energy back right away i mean i've had people who do who join me for the full 30 days of digital detox like jump into a hobby and get more progress on that hobby than they'd been intending to get in like two years because they're like i don't know i've just got all this time you know i've had people who are like i'm a terrible mother i don't spend enough time with my kids to be like Oh no, like now I'm doing all this stuff because we just don't see how the digital consumption stuff is taking a little bit here and a little bit here and it's like taxing every single moment of our life. Exactly. When we liberate that time and liberate that energy, all of a sudden, come five o'clock, you've actually got the time, the energy to have a hobby, to go on, you know, go out for dinner, to do a date night. So this really I think probably more than anything that a person could do in one moment. Right. Just... Is amazing. ...sludge you with positive results.
1: Yes, and I'd love to share my story of what I'm doing this year because Mm -hmm. I've actually already started. Uh, I had to start early because I had a situation where some of my childcare was not available anymore. Um, So I went down from having a lot of nanny support to having just three days a week of nanny support, which means I need to be spending a lot more time taking care of Gigi. And so I decided to start the digital detox early by asking myself, how could I redesign my schedule such that I can still be getting my deep work done Mm -hmm. and I can still be taking care of Gigi in like a stress-free, positive way. And what was starting to happen was I wasn't getting enough sleep because I was staying up just a little bit too late watching stuff or consuming content online and then I was waking up a little bit too early and then I was just getting thrown right into the day. Yeah. And I was really feeling like that stress of like, I don't have enough time to get my, my deep work done and take care of Gigi, you know, and take care of the house. So it was like this weird, this weird pressure all of a sudden. And so what I decided to do was actually really simple. I just shifted my whole schedule earlier. I was like, if Gigi's asleep, maybe I should be asleep. Like, maybe I shouldn't have this expectation that I need to be watching shows. It's not adding to my life. Yeah, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm not talking to people about these shows. I'm not engaging with anybody about these shows. Like, it's a little bit, it's fun, but I would feel much better about myself if I was fulfilling on the obligations I want to be fulfilling on rather than watching these shows.
0: I remember you came to me and you you were like, why do I have an expectation to have like three hours of content consumption time to myself per night, right? Yep. Like, why, why is that, like, suddenly now an expectation that I have, right? And and then, and this was the important part, am I actually happy with that? You know, like, when right. you take three times seven, that's 21 hours. But, and
1: plus, that always meant that I was going to be underslept. Yes. So then I had to be asking myself, is it worth that feeling of being underslept? For me, I really value my sleep. And so it was like, no, absolutely not.
0: And I just want to highlight that's not saying that you went cold turkey and you're not doing any entertainment time. You've just given yourself, I think from 7.30 to 8.30 to like watch an yeah. hour of like, hey, Whatever, or is-
1: like sometimes I don't watch anything. But my expectation is I don't watch anything. Yeah. Then if I do want to watch maximum one hour or one episode of something, I can. Basically, I have like carry-free time and it's enough. It's, it, it does the same thing for me as that three-hour block did. But what it's doing for me is I'm, I'm able to now get up um, at like five in the morning before anybody else is up. Yep. This used to be very scary to me. I can't believe I love it so much. Yeah. This used to be horrifying, the thought of getting up at five in the morning. Um, but it, it's because I get two hours, maybe like an hour and a half of deep work in every morning before Gigi even wakes up. So even on days when I'm taking care of her the full day, I'm still getting in a yeah. pretty significant amount of deep work, just like right off the bat. I mean, that ends up being about 10 hours of deep work a week.
0: I mean, especially for somebody who's already working part-time, to add in another 10 hours of uninterrupted deep work, and I'm not like this, but you can really do great deep work in the morning. Yeah. I 100% cannot but you know you actually are one of those people who can wake up and do great deep work in yep. the morning and to get 10 hours of uninterrupted deep work in the morning has been game-changing and I'll say it hasn't just been game-changing for you and your how you feel and like how you perform, it's been game-changing for me because now that you're getting the work that you need done, you're not feeling behind. I'm feeling a better vibe from you. I'm sure Gigi's getting a better vibe from you. I'm working out
1: more. I'm having more fun during the day doing spontaneous things. I'm taking Gigi out for more activities. So yeah, I'm cooking more, but yet I'm getting i'm making more progress on the important things in work than i was before
0: yeah absolutely so i mean i think this is a classic example of what's most important in a digital detox which is that you don't just rush out and just do it like it has to be thoughtful a digital detox really works the best when you step back and just say what's going on in my life what do i value where am i falling short like you know for example falling short you weren't getting the exercise hours that you wanted in and i'll tell you what gang Carrie loves her exercise hours. Carrie, you take Carrie's exercise away and she is not a happy mommy. So I think what's so powerful about what Carrie did was it was really contextualized to what am I lacking? Where am I unhappy with my current life? If I look at my digital consumption habits, do I add it up? One? Mm, wow, that's a lot of hours. Do I really need those many hours? Could I, you know? cut that down to a third, still get most of the benefit of some me time, but then get all of these other things that I really want. I mean, it really is a perfect example.
1: Yeah. And I want to share some examples of what we've seen some other people do, too, that are pretty creative. And what I love is that everyone's doing it a little bit differently. So really find a way that works for you for yeah. where you're at right now. So um, uh, one of our life hack coaches, Sarah, she bought a lockbox now for her apartment for her house. And um, I just love this idea of having a lockbox where she's actually locking away certain pieces of technology like her phone and really using it as a reward where she's only allowed to access it after a certain thing's been done or at a certain time of day. And so just making it that reward.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've had another client um, who keeps a separate phone So keeps like a a sort of flip phone as like the emergency phone that you can keep by your bed just in case your family needs to call you and then has the multimedia phone, you know, in another part of the house or, you know, again, in the lot box or, you know, somewhere where where you can't. I've had a bunch of clients create a digital media box where, you know, at a certain time of night, the kids, everybody sort of comes and puts their iPads and everything into the box Yep. and it's sort of the box is closed and from that moment forward on the weekend or on the night it's like no more digital technology. I think that's really intentional. It's a cool way. Yeah, later.
1: yeah, that's really cool. Um, yeah, so there's a bunch of different ways to do it. Um, there's even a new focus feature on the, the iPhone, if you're an iPhone user, yeah. uh, with the update, I think it's like the update 15.1, where you can customize the do not disturb. So rather yeah. than do not disturb being like this black or white thing where if you're either not receiving any notifications or you're receiving everything, you can fully customize it now where you can actually specify who can call you or what yeah. apps can ding you when you're at work, when you're at home, yada, 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 And there's so multiple cool.
0: profiles that you can create. Mm-hmm. So it's, so in each profile, you can customize, okay, in this profile, right. this app can interrupt me, but in another profile, it can't. So right. it really gave you a high level of control. And yes, right. that puts it on you to sort of like, you know, they set defaults and you, you have to go like customize the defaults, but I'll tell you what, this is one of the things that's really worth figuring out. And you know what, during a digital detox is a great This is a great moment to dive in, watch the tutorial videos, and just like learn this new feature and understand how to really dial in your digital world just a little bit more. Right. I wanted to give you, since we're talking about technology, on the topic of technology, one of my favorite things to do during a digital detox is just take one of these like eight or $10 wall timers. It's like an electrical wall timer. It's the one, I don't know if you guys know what it is, but the one where you basically plug your lamp into it and set the timer and the lamp will go on at different times to make sure the burglars don't think they think that somebody's (laughs) still home. You know, one of those old like, or a sprinkler, people used to use it for the sprinklers, for the sprinklers to go on and off at certain times. But it's got this like manual dial and you like click off like the little times of the day when things are basically on or off. Well we got one of those before we had Gigi. we had one of those and we plugged our router into it and there were just certain times of night we'd be sitting there in bed and at 9 30 Boom the Wi-Fi would go just go out. Now, mind you, I could get my lazy buns up and go into the other room and
1: Turn it back on. Turn it
0: back on but I didn't.
1: We never do. Well, another way to do that now is an app called freedom.to. Yes. This is really cool. A little bit more like high tech, uh, but it's an app you can get for your computer. I think it costs money. It costs something like $5 a month or something like that. I think
0: there's a free version. Oh, okay. And then there's like a paid version. version.
1: Great. Anyway, so this is really cool because it will basically shut down just your computer at a certain time. Yeah. You can adjust all the times and set it yada yada. And then it'll just be like, Good night. You're done. Yeah.
0: It says you're free.
1: You're free now. You're free. <laughs> yes, it is, it's sort of like a really great concept. So I really like that app too. And it has
0: a lot of customization. The reason we went to Freedom.to is because since we have like a nanny cam for our baby, for safety's sake, we need we couldn't just turn off the whole router. We needed to like keep it on. So Freedom.to gives us effectively the same exact result except from... A different thing. Also, yeah. our Eero network. So we have a mesh network. Now, this costs a lot of money, like hundreds <laughs> of dollars, but amazing Wi-Fi coverage in our house. And a function of the Eero app is you can actually do that and, and control, like, create profiles, control sort of, like, who accesses what. So if you want to, like, limit your kids, you know, social media consumption, uh, you know, period, or at certain times, you can do it from the Euro app, too. So, like, on the sort of uh, almost router side, you can also do it on the router side as well with certain really expensive <laughs> pieces, of know, technology. pieces of technology.
1: Right. So, we're talking, we're giving you a bunch of options yeah. from almost free free to high ticket. Yeah.
0: And there, it's, I, I guess the, the message is we are really entering a golden age of, before there was the technology, but there wasn't the technology to control the technology from taking over your life. And totally. now we're in this golden age where, almost built into the technology with a lot of third-party hardware and software, there's also now technology to keep the technology a little at bit more bay. at bay. Exactly. So that's really cool. Well, cool. I think this feels like a pretty good review. One turn it to you for final thought.
1: Yes. I'm just excited to see what our community does. Lifehack tribe does with the digital detox over the next couple weeks. Um, so if you're part of that community, make sure to join in on the training that's happening next week. Um, and yeah.
0: And I I guess what I would say is for those of you who are already in lifehack tribe, um, our membership I really, really, really want to ex- exhort you, just encourage you to join us for a full 30-day detox. If you can, if not, try the two-week and then extend it to 30 days if you can, because really, there's nothing that starts the year better than, than this, because it's going to give you, you know, once we're setting our intention in December and creating an annual plan, there's nothing that pulls fuel on that fire better than liberating all your time and energy right at the beginning of the year to start chasing down that big, plan that you have for the year.
1: Totally. All right. Thanks for listening in.